Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Mark Pravratsky, and today we have the first signing for the new W League team, Rochester FC. She was a first-year standout at Nebraska Omaha. She is a graduate of Rochester. This is the one thing I was going to ask you before: how to say Lord? Is it Lords or is it is it more fancy than that? Lord. <laughs> this this from that high school, Lindsay Birch. Welcome. Nice to be here. Awesome. So. Um, Lindsay, we're in the kind of we're in preseason. I mean, as you know, I mean, you were announced early for the team, which is something I'll ask you about. But of course, we're starting to see all these teams. Rochester FC has been a great um, team to follow because they've been posting a lot. They've been posting. I watched um, player interviews like on YouTube, which is really cool because it makes it so much easier for uh, fans to follow the team. Um, so I'm just, and I ask you first off, how'd you end up getting connected? Obviously you're from Rochester, but tell us how you became a part of the first year as the first signing for Rochester FC. So way back when they announced that they were going to be joining the USL league for the summer, um, I had interest in joining the team and I reached out to the club and reached out on how, you know, I wanted to play on the team for the summer and then like me and the coaches, we just kind of talked and then they offered me a spot on the team. And then that's how I got on the team. Right on. So you, you went to them. So, I mean, they honestly, they probably feel lucky in terms of, you know, how many, there's obviously plenty of players from Rochester, but I don't know, to be honest, I follow Minnesotans playing D1. I don't know how many other D1 players there are from Rochester. So, um, yeah, that's so you just and did you know the coaches? I mean, it's not the biggest soccer community in the world. Like how much did you know of the coaches and the people involved in the team before that? Um, So I actually didn't know the coaches. I didn't know people involved in the team because I played up in the cities for Minnesota yeah. Under Academy. So mm -hmm. I didn't really know much about the Rochester soccer. Just when mm -hmm. I saw that they were going to have a USL team locally. Um, you know, wanted to try to play at that level because it's the highest inside the state for your summer. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice to stay local and play. Yeah. Well, and we'll I'll mention this later, but Rochester is exploding with summer league soccer teams. The per capita is, uh, is it might be the most in terms of cities in, in Minnesota with those teams. Um, but you mentioned um, having to go up to the cities. I know last summer um, I saw in your player interview with Rochester FC that you played for Manitou last year in the WPSL, which is a drive. I mean, Rochester yeah. isn't, isn't super rural, but it is not next door to White Bear Lake. So talk about, you could have even picked, you know, like a Southern, <laughs> there could have been a Southern suburb team, but talk about having to deal with that, but what you got out of playing at that higher level with a lot of other, you know, D1 and high level players. Um, so like I've been traveling up to the city since I've been like a U12 player. So yeah. I'm used, I'm used to the drive. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's nothing really. It's just an <laughs> everyday thing. Um, yeah. but over the summer, like I really liked the coach last, uh, summer and mm -hmm. he really helped get me ready for my first steps as a D1 college player and mm -hmm. really helping me with like my decision-making speed of play, getting me ready for that next level. Yeah. Eddie Burrow, right? Is that, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eddie. Yeah. So that's, and talk about in that league. I mean, obviously we'll talk about this later. You said you played in, you played for the Thunder growing up, which I know from an ECNL and in club days. So then you're playing obviously a lot of your old teammates, right? And WPSL. So is that kind of fun? Yeah. Was that, I mean, and maybe some of them also in college, I don't know, but how was that playing them in the summer um, yeah. against Thunder? It was really fun playing against them. Like there was a lot of MTA girls that 
I had grown up playing against or had on my team that were on both the MTA and the Salvo teams. Yeah. So it was it was kind of odd playing against them and not playing with them, but yeah. it was fun playing against players that you've grown up with. And even at college, I got to play against people that were at were previous MTA players. And it was just kind of cool to play against people that you know. Yeah. Well, and it's those are really uh, there's there's a bigger gap in the top and bottom in that league in terms of like Salvo and MTA and some of the others are really, really stacked. And so watching some of those games can be really fun, even for a summer league where, you know, you're just coming together for a few, for a few weeks. Um, I watched a couple of Salvo games and MTA and I went to a Manitou game last year and it's it's awesome. So, um, yeah, but this year you'll be a little bit closer to home. You'll save on the gas. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to listen to podcasts, Lindsay? Now, without, you know. <laughs> um, you know, actually, most of the times driving up to the cities, it was always doing homework for Lured. Like, I always oh, had yeah. schoolwork to do. So, you know, I didn't really actually listen to things going up to the city. So shout, so shout out to the parents who were. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. My mom drove me up to the cities every single day for wow. whether, whether it was practice or lift or extra fitness, like. She was always driving me up there. What's what's your mom's name? Jenny. Jenny? Good work. You did that. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, that's that's what I was picturing. Well, it makes it a lot easier when Jenny's doing the driving. And, yeah, you, that's why you ended up, you know, staying a good student, obviously. Um, yeah. Talk about – so you were playing WPSL last year, but um, you, know, you mentioned just being aware of the W League returning last year. Obviously, your, your closest rival this year will be Minnesota Aurora and they got a lot of attention and rightly so, you know, there'd be, so I'm just wondering how much you saw about the league or how much you knew um, about the different teams or Aurora, the, the teams you had faced before you joined. Um, So I didn't really know about like how many of the other teams were. I just knew that, you know, Aurora is really good. So they're going to definitely give us a run for our money, but we're going to, you know, try to go out play as best as we can against them. I think they're like our second game or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw Aurora and I had followed them last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that just kind of got my interest in the USL league and wanted to play at that top level for the summer. Yeah. Well, and who doesn't want to play in front of all those fans? And I should say, you know, Green Bay is also a team you'll play that they play in a minor league baseball stadium that so, it, but it's just really well set up. They have, it's the craziest video board I don't know if you play, you must play away at Green Bay. They have a video board that runs the entire length of the side of the field because it's an outfield in baseball. And so, but it's huge and it's like 10 feet tall and it runs 40 yards. So it's kind of, I I wonder what it's like to play on the field, but it's, um, you'll encounter some cool atmospheres. I'm wondering how it'll compare to, because you play in a really um, amazing college soccer stadium. There's, I mean, on the coast, there's maybe a few more of those, but like really there aren't so many really nice that have a few thousand seats. And so talk about playing there and just maybe, you know, like I'm sure you must've had some attendance there that would prepare you for some big, big game atmospheres. Yeah. Um. So our first exhibition game against Nebraska um, it was really cool because that was my first time putting on the Maverick jersey, going out on the field for game day, and the stands were just packed because it was a Nebraska rivalry. Yeah. And it was just such an amazing experience. And then when it was the Summit Championship game against Oral Roberts, mm-hmm. um, the stands were packed. We had a great student section, and mm-hmm. it was just an amazing atmosphere to play in. And mm-hmm. It really helped like motivate us like even more so to be like, okay, you know, we have to go out and win. We can't lose in front of all of our fans. Like 
we just want everyone to come and celebrate with us. Like it was so cool watching like all the students just storm the field after, after we won. And mm-hmm. it was just an amazing experience. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to talk about that for sure. I want one, one more question uh, or a couple of things about just the summer league atmosphere. So I, I mentioned this when we talked uh, maybe before we started, but Rochester now this summer will have a WPSL team and a USL uh, W League team. And then on the men's side, they'll have an NPSL team and a uh, USL2 team, which is like your partner team on the men's side. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so many teams, which is great for fans who just want to catch a random game. I'm wondering for you too. I mean, obviously, I don't think all four teams can be filled with just players from Rochester. That might be a challenge, but so I'm wondering for your, but I don't know a lot about Rochester soccer. So I'm curious for your insight as, you know, how you'll be able to fill your team with a lot of local folks. And then how much do you expect to see, you know, a mixture of some recruiting of players from like out of state or from the Metro to, to fill out the roster? Um, I know right now we have only like a few local girls on the team. Um, we have a good amount that are from some other school. I can't remember what it is right now, but they're from some out-of-state school. And then like Northern Iowa and then St. Mary's, which is D2 in Minnesota, and I think Western Illinois. So, you know. Yeah. Like- and then like we have some, some of the other summit schools like Western Illinois mm-hmm. and St. Thomas. So yeah, definitely not all of Rochester, um, just because mm-hmm. we need to get more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it'll be exciting to see. And it, that's obviously the Summit League is one that um, one that we cover a lot, obviously, on equal time because it, it is the most Minnesotan league uh, by numbers by a lot uh, because it's like, you know, St. Thomas and NDSU, I think, are almost all Minnesotan, you know, and then all the teams have some representation, although you are the only Minnesotan on Omaha. So, yes. They, they everyone else is from the plains or texas or somewhere else so yeah um i'm curious for you did you attend it's a, it's kind of an interesting thing this time of year too because there's all these open tryouts we're kind of through it now a bit but yeah, i know rochester held one and it was in december so i don't know if maybe you were home is that something you attended or did you, you know what did you or did you know people who are going to go try out what did you hear about that process So I was home over the Christmas break and they had asked me, they're like, you know, you're on the team already, but you know, can you still come to the tryouts? So I went to the December tryouts and I didn't go to the ones in February because of course I was at school. Um, But yeah, so I was there and I knew some people there, um, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of people I didn't really know, but Mm -hmm. some people I knew were there. Yeah. Well, and signings are trickling out too. And obviously from the other Rochester team as well. So shout out to Rochester United because there are, um, it's just nice for us. It gives us stuff to talk about and we get to get excited for the summer. Uh, And by the way, I just saw an article uh, today where this is the eighth snowiest winter Minnesota's had. I don't know what Omaha is like right now, Lindsay, but we can daydream about some green soccer fields for sure right now. Um, Yeah. Omaha is just really cold and windy right now. The drifts. You got to watch out for those drifts. Yeah, don't get into the open road in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, like, it's weird. We have no snow right now. Like, it's just cold and windy. Don't, don't rub it in. <laughs> no, that's where It's good. We, we we need you training for the summer, so that's good. Are you are you guys training outside then, or are you in a bubble? Um, So, we don't actually have a dome, so... Oh, yeah. Um, We've been training outside when we can, but, like, back when we actually first started training after break, we had to drive over to Gretna, which is like 30 minutes away from Omaha. Mm, and so we practiced, we practiced in like this big shed, I'll call it. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. it had a big turf field in it. And, yeah. you know, it was at least better than being outside. Um, yeah. But then we've been outside lately. And the other day we actually had to shovel off our field because we got like one to two inches of snow. And nice. we, we were just out there for like an hour and a half shoveling this field. Some of your some of your more southern teammates might have been a little more jarred by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of my teammates they were so excited because they had never shoveled snow before. So they were having a blast though with yeah. it. When, when it's only an inch or two, it's just fun. Yeah, it's not a chore. That's yeah, it's yeah, it's novel. Yeah. I get that. Well, I'm gonna take a quick break to read an ad from our sponsor, Pence Homes. This show is brought to you by Pence Homes. Whether you're buying or selling or looking to do some projects in your current home, Nate and Lydia can help you find what you need. Need financing for a basement remodel, looking to add a second bath or even a workspace now that you're working from home. Pence Homes and their preferred lender, Angie Shearer, with Luminate Financing, can help find the right financing tool for you. Go to pencehomes.com to learn more or find them on social media at Pence Homes. Um, so we we already kind of brushed on this in talking about your your path to, to getting where you are now, but something that players deal with, even like, you know, I used to live in Duluth and the players there deal with that. They try, they think, oh, do I need to go play in the Metro League? Obviously you... Um, at a certain point made the choice like to to take the opportunity with M Minnesota Thunder Academy, which pretty tough to turn down because it's you know what what that means and what uh, what type of talent comes through there. So talk about the challenge of that. We talked about your mom Jeannie being the MVP of it, doing all the driving so you could do your homework. But talk about just maybe even having to make the decision when you're little. Do you even think of it, or you're just so pumped? You're like, cool, yes, I want to go play. Well, so I had trained with MTA for. Uh, two years before I actually decided to join the team. Okay. Um, but like, it was a really big decision that I had to make because before I joined MTA, I was really into doing like swimming and dance and yeah. I really had to decide, okay, if I go up to the cities, I'm going to have to give up all of that and I'm going to have less free time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really decided that I really wanted more out of soccer and I just, I had to go up to the cities to get more out of it and reach my goals in soccer. So yeah, in the young age, I had to make that big decision and take yeah. the leap. And, you know, I'm glad I did. And I don't regret doing it. Yeah, I am curious. Well, because every we talk about this with every player. So it's not it's it's kind of the same challenge for almost anyone because no one says, oh, it's easy to make a college choice when you're 15. Like, that's just a it's a weird thing. But you all go through it. And then like, like you said, you're happy with where you are. I'm curious, just in like, when you first started thinking about recruiting when you're 15 or 14, and of course you don't know what college is like because you're in ninth grade. So why do you know what college is like or what you want? I'm just curious for you because you're in the middle of your freshman year. Like, can you even think back to like how you were imagining how to make your college choice and like what the school would be like and how different or the same it is of what you were able to imagine? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, first off, I remember my freshman year, like that's like when I really started to like really dive in and look in all, at all the colleges. And mm -hmm. I was talking to coaches and then the NCAA changed the rules yeah. so that you couldn't talk to them till June 15th going into your junior year. Yeah. So I remember that was like a really hard thing because I had all these like relationships started with coaches and then <sighs> all of a sudden I couldn't talk to them at all. So it was like everything was just put on the back burner for a while. Yeah. Um, but then come June 15th, like it was great to be able to start talking to coaches again. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, um, I committed to Omaha my junior year and yeah, I, I don't regret it. Like it's, you know, what I thought that it, I was committing to and mm -hmm. 
I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Well, in a way, I suppose <clears throat> that break gave you a bit of time where like forced perspective, right? Because you have no choice, but I guess to think through it. And I'm sure, I mean, you can it's like not even about like naming a coach or something, but like did any coaches try and sneak? Because it would be hard if they'd already texted you or already sent you letters. Were there people who are like, did send you an email, you know, and like, <laughs> no, no, no one was, no one was sneaking the emails in. <laughs> I mean, it's just because that would be so much harder than if you, it was just never allowed. But if you had already talked, you're like, look, some other coach is probably doing this, you know, or it's a, yeah, that's an interesting time in the transition you went through. Um, talk about playing, you still played high school. I mean, which some people, to be honest, now when they do ECNL or like high level academy commitment, it, especially with the driving, it may be too much, but obviously you played a lot in high school. You were all state a couple of times. And I wonder like for you, what are your favorite memories? You're close enough that the glory days are still pretty close. So I'm wondering what your favorite memories are when you think back to high school soccer. Um, You know, every single year, every single season with high school really had its own little like you know, core memory for them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know my freshman year, I was the only freshman. There was no sophomores on the team. So oh. it was just, it was just me and all of the juniors and seniors. So like, there's a lot of things that the upperclassmen, like they just treated me just like I was one of them. And it yeah. was really fun. And then as a freshman, I got to go to state my freshman year. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And then my sophomore year, we went to state again, but we had to like introduce some new players. Mm -hmm. And then my junior year, that was COVID. So that had a ton of adventures with it because yeah. um, our home stadium was RCTC. So we couldn't really play on that because they left the dome up. So oh, they, just, wow. they left the dome up. So we had to go and play on grass fields that were nearby. And I remember one of our games, our athletic director, he had to go out and shovel every single line on the field because it yeah. just snowed so much. And he was yeah. trying to make our field playable. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then my senior year, like it was a really great year, like just to be a big leader for all the younger kids, because mm -hmm. like especially my junior and senior year, like we had a ton of underclassmen and really I needed to like help guide them and help introduce them to the varsity level. And it was just really fun to just go through all the different stages of the high school soccer. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sounds like you definitely took it all in. I'm wondering because Rochester is a unique town in terms of like high school sports because the three public high schools are big i mean they're all like mayo and john marshall and century are big and you uh you're a very successful school but private and like smaller so i'm just wondering like who's your obviously maybe you played them some in non-conference but who did who was your rival or who did you want to beat the most well so going back to like the like you know we're small and everyone else is a big school like mm -hmm. Pretty much it got to the point where everyone that was in high school was on varsity because yeah. we really did not have a lot of people. But yeah. like our biggest rival was definitely Cotter. Um, okay. Like their whole their like main like core of their team, like that would always just like come at us and score a ton of their goals. Like they were all my grades. So they had uh -huh. played against each other for a long time. What is that? Where is that? Um, Winona Cotter oh, okay. in Winona. Southern Minnesota is catching my Minnesota blind spots. So that's what, that's yeah. Well, did you ever play the big Rochester schools when you? No, were we. So we only played Century in little preseason scrimmages. Yeah. Um, but we never actually played a game against any of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're huge. I mean, um, uh, that's I was looking it up because I was like, yeah, I wonder. Um, 
and talk about you. I mean, so you end up at Omaha and we, we dance around it, but you had a great success there. I mean, so you, first of all, you play a lot, I mean, which is incredible. So I'm, I'm wondering for you, I mean, how much did you expect to play? How much were you promised or how much was that a conversation or were you just going to start your journey and, you know, it, that was kind of up in the open? Um, I kind of just went in and, you know, I knew, okay, the coach will play me, you know, however he sees fit. And um, just, I just need to accept my role on the team and just be, really be a team player and accept whatever role that I was given. Because um, I came in and there's two upperclassmen center backs on the team. Yeah. And I'm a center back. So I really had to jump into a new role this year and play outside back. Mm -hmm. Um, So just every minute I got on the field, I just had to go out and work as hard as I could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you got to play a lot. I mean, it is rare. It's rare for freshmen to get to play so much. And and also it happened to be in the year where Omaha was kind of taking a little step up. I mean, among um, early season struggles, I mean, part of that, I mean, you mentioned playing Nebraska. Omaha. So, I mean, for people who don't follow the summit league is not, you know, it's, it's, it's a mid, it's a mid major type league. Um, and so in the early season, a lot of the teams will play really challenging D one opponents as like a way to first, because the D one teams want the bigger teams, you know, maybe want um, a lead up to playing in the big 10. Right. But you guys played a ton of big schools. You played Nebraska, you played like Colorado, you played Oklahoma state. So like the beginning of your, college process was probably pretty intense right so like it wasn't all wins but you guys were very competitive yeah so my coach he really likes to challenge us inside of like our non-conference games so that yeah. you know we're ready to go for the conference yeah it was and I mean obviously maybe paid off later in the year I mean so but it so the middle of the summit league too just to give people a context I mean is really difficult I mean so at the top you usually have South Dakota State who's doing well you have Denver who's doing well and then from there it really kind of mixes up but those two teams are always good in the middle it's so difficult and there were a lot of teams it was an expanded tournament this year towards the end of the season you must have been kind of in a clinching situation because you had you won three and drew one of your last four to get a pretty good seed, but like it was all up in the air. So I'm just curious if how you remember about the pressure of that being like in being in the pressure to make the tournament um, and win games or, or not go there. Yeah. So we got to a point where we're like, okay, we really need to, you know, start getting some wins because we really need to make sure that we make it to the conference tournament. And like we had some injuries that we had to mess around with and, you know, try to get everything back inside of how are we going to go out with our lineups? How are we going to deal with our injured players? Um, but then, you know, we really just locked in and knew that we needed to get some wins. And then we started getting some goals early and that was really good for us. Mm -hmm. um, I even played some forward for a little bit of that little spurt. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but it was just really the thing of, you know, everyone has to go wherever the coach wants and just go mm -hmm. out and execute the game plan. Yeah. Were you playing like on the wing or you're just like they brought you in at striker to spell somebody or what was that? Tell, tell say about that. Um, I was playing some center forward and yeah. I even got a goal. Um, I know. So, yeah, you scored. Yeah, that that was really exciting because, you know, my first college goal be, being a center back who's playing forward. And but yeah, you know, just had to go out, help my team, however, and. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you know, we all worked hard and it paid off to get some wins and make yeah. it to the tournament.
Yeah. Well, you and I didn't realize. I just assumed because I knew you probably subbed in around a lot on defense and maybe on midfield. So I just assumed, you know, the goal uh, just came from some moment of that. I didn't assume it was that you were playing forward. So yeah, watch out. Maybe next year. Um, but that's amazing to get the feeling of scoring a goal because I'm sure. Yeah, if, if you haven't scored that many overall, you remember them. Yeah, that was that was my one and only college goal this uh, yeah. past season. So yeah, right on. Well, and so the tournament was, it was really fun. So, I mean, I, once it gets to like the summit tournament, I was really following it and I watched as much of it as I could. Um, and it was very fun. I mean, there were upsets. I mean, it, no one, if people would not have picked, you know, quite frankly, if you would ask people to bet, they would have said, well, it's going to be Omaha beating Oral Roberts, you know, uh, you beat North Dakota, which is a great win. Anyway, they're an upstart team this year, took a step up one zero in the quarterfinals. And then you beat South Dakota state, which is huge. That must've been, um, it's a huge win. It is an upset, even though you were, I guess, like maybe the three seed, but that is, that is an upset for sure. They're a team mm -hmm. that makes a tournament a lot. What did it mean to your team to win that game? So we were so excited. Like we were so pumped when we scored, we're like, okay, we need to lock in, you know, really. Okay. We have a, ch we have a chance at winning this. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we just really locked in and knew that we couldn't make really many mistakes and just had to go out and play for the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, they must. Well, I can imagine. I mean, Maya Hansen and all the people they have who are just like relentless and they and for you, I mean, were you playing defense or midfield in, in that game? Um, I, So I was playing defense. I was playing outside mm -hmm. back inside that game. And they really, I'm well. I, I ask because they they pressure a lot. I mean, eventually they kind of tire out because you cannot pressure the way you know you can't do that all the time. But they are pretty aggressive, as I remember, in terms of like putting it on you as a defender too to play it yeah. out, right? Yes, yeah, they were. Um, but it was just like a lot of us were just like, oh my gosh, we just beat STSU. Like this mm -hmm. is crazy. And then we heard when we heard that Oral Roberts upset Denver, we're like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have homes. We have like, you know, home. We're the home team now. We don't have yeah. to go to Denver. Like, this is crazy. And yeah. We were just so pumped. Well, it's a big deal. I mean, it's, it's, I realized this interviewing someone from, I don't remember one of the Summit League teams, but it's also, you're going to Denver and like, none of us are in altitude. None of you in the Summit League are in any altitude. And then you fly in. It's like a huge advantage aside from that. They're good. Like it's so yeah. they are, it's, that would be really difficult, especially, although I mean, and difficult maybe for them to come play, um, you know, in Omaha as well. Um, so yeah, you make it in and then you, you beat Oral Roberts on PKs, right? That must've been so yeah. I didn't, I didn't look to be honest. I'm assuming as a freshman, you weren't, you didn't take a PK. I should have looked that up. No, I, I did getting, not take a PK. Were you on the field? Like, were you getting nervous? Were you on the field during PKs? Um, so I was not one of our 10 PK takers. So no. I was on the sideline with, with my teammates and we were just like, all we're just like all next yeah. to each other like okay come on we got this we got this and then yeah. like when we realized okay we have to make it or they have to miss I don't remember then like we all just stormed yeah. the field we're like this yeah. is crazy yeah did and well because have you been in a PK shootout before um I've been in other PK shootouts just you know not at college um yeah. but I'd have say you, that have you taken them um I have I've taken PKs like for my high school team. I took PKs for our team, mm -hmm. but like 
the last PK shootout I was in was like a long time ago. So mm-hmm. I really don't remember if I was or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I imagine if you're a defender who's on the field and especially maybe a freshman, you know, it doesn't matter where yeah. it's like, you know, after five, then it's like, shit, it could come to, and you know, it could yeah. come to me. Yeah, yeah. Like we were so excited because our goalie, like she saved a couple of the PKs and we were just going crazy when she just kept saving them. Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, and so you won. I mean, it, it's a big deal. It's the first time Omaha went to the national tournament, right? So yeah. that's a really big deal. It's a big deal, obviously, for recruiting, big deal for all you in terms of just your belief, right? That's why I asked you about you beating South Dakota State, because it's like, you're the same players the day before that and after, but like the confidence you get is very real. And that must make a difference in knowing like, we took this step and, you know, next year it could be another step. Yeah, that's that's our goal again is, you know, we want to go and try to make it to the NCAA tournament again. Yeah. Well, and it's cool for the honestly cool for uh, the Summit League to have two teams in the tournament, too. That was the thing about the upset is South Dakota State, you know, still made it. And maybe Denver did as well. I hope I'm not. They may as well. I might be discounting them. But um, that's a cool thing for uh, for the teams around here to be represented like that. Um Obviously, it didn't go as planned in the tournament. It's tough. Any team you get drawn on in the tournament is is a huge step up. I mean, and so um, it, it, in the end of the day, I'm sure the biggest benefit was just that you made the journey and made it there. I'm wondering for you guys, because I, you know, I don't care about asking about Notre Dame. Who cares about them? Paige Peltier, shout out to the Minnesota Notre Dame. But um, Lynn, what did you do? You remember like watching the selection, or do you remember how you found out? Were you guys like hanging out and find out where you got to go? So we were all at a restaurant that's near campus. Like we had a big little watch party for it, and when we saw, like we kind of figured that we were going to be against the number one seed. Yeah. Um, but right. when we saw Notre Dame, we're like, okay, so it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. But we're just we're going to go and we're going to soak up the experience and, you know, try to play as good as we can. Like mm-hmm. we went out there and, you know, we had a game plan and we were trying to go out and win. Um, mm-hmm. But when they scored three goals within the first 10 minutes, um, yeah. made the rest of the game kind of long. But then yeah. we were able to hold them off until like the last 10 or eight minutes. So games, games get worse than that, to be blunt. And then simply yeah. turn the teams, teams, uh, teams lose bigger than I mean. To, and it, I have no idea what the gap in budget is between the Notre Dame uh, athletics and, and and just the soccer teams in general, but it's it's uh, significant. I would imagine. How was it cool just to get to go to Notre Dame? I'm I'm you know you, yeah. you went to Catholic high school. I mean you don't Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. Like it was really cold, so we had gone and we had just walked around the campus the day before, and yeah. then. Um, when we actually got there to play the game, um, it was kind of snowing when we walked out. So there was snow on the field and, you know, it was just really cold. They had little space heaters for the benches. Um, you know, that's just soaking up the experience and, you know, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not, I mean, is there something too? I mean, you just have to take something away from. Um, losses to move forward, you know, to try to grow anyway. But I mean, is there something of like knowing what you have to get to? I mean, it's not as if you don't play. We said it, you play big teams. I mean, like you played mm-hmm. Col- Colorado, you played, you know, really quality high level teams. But, you know, is it, did it give you something in terms of the benchmark being like me as, and especially both for the team and as you, you're like, okay, I guess I, if we're going to be better, I have to be this much better 
at every yeah. Day, you know, like, whatever, yeah. It really gave us an idea of like, okay, so here's what the teams are that are inside the NCAA tournament are like, and mm-hmm. you know, let's just, we're going to set that as our standard. Like if we want to go out and win a game next year at the tournament, yeah. you know, here, these are the teams that we're going to have to beat. So we, you know, have to always go out, work hard and yeah, all play together and just work as hard as we can. Yeah. Well, and you're in, how much, how much different do you feel um, just from August? Cause it, it, you're still in your freshman year, obviously, but the freshman season itself is done, but you're prepping for spring, obviously, which for folks who don't follow college soccer as much, the both D2 and D1 teams play like kind of a limited, like a half kind of a third schedule. You, I think you have six or seven games, something like that. Yeah. Um, something like that. A mix of like some higher level D1s and some other exhibitions. I'm curious, do you, um, you don't have any recruits uh, incorporated in for this year, do you? For for the who came in earlier or anything like that? Um, so we had one transfer come in, and she's a sophomore. And then we had one freshman come early. Okay, cool. And cool. we only lost one senior, so that's yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at is how you feel. How you feel? So you're in spring, and obviously you have a lot more perspective having gone through your whole season. How much? One, like how much more confident, you know, do you feel in, in you as a player? And then how much do you feel confident in the team coming back next year? Because that is exciting. If you only lost one senior and you're going to get recruits this summer. Yeah, I think like we have, we have a really good like, you know, set up like everyone's back. Um, we got two this spring and we're getting two more inside the fall. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll it'll be really good because basically everyone's going to be back and we all know how to play with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so really just, we're, we're ready to go. Right on for you. Do you live? And I'm sure, do you probably live with teammates, right? Do you guys, and how many of you live together? Um, so our dorms are kind of like an apartment. Yeah. So there's four bedrooms, a kitchen, um, a mm-hmm. living room, and then two bathrooms. So I live with three, I live with three of my teammates. Right on. We, and same, will it be the same thing next year? Do you move? Is there any like moving off campus or anything like that? You guys all kind of um, stay as the teammates. A lot of people are moving off campus next year. Um, kind of unsure exactly what I'm going to do for next year, but mm-hmm. yeah. Right on. Where I'm curious. So um, for Omaha, I don't, I don't know what your, who your biggest rival is in terms of like, maybe the, obviously like playing Nebraska, you're like, yeah, like maybe you want to beat Nebraska more than anyone. I, I probably would if I were you, but in terms of like um, the summit league teams maybe, or like other teams besides that, who do you most want to beat? You're only a year into it, but who did you most want to beat this year? SDSU, definitely SDSU. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they because they beat you three zero in the regular season, which I just say in context, they like then you in when it counted, you know, you you were able to take that one zero. So you're one and one, not a bad record against the Jackrabbits, Lindsay. Um, Yeah. What is your favorite, not in terms of who did you want to beat the most, but what was your favorite away trip? We talked about Notre Dame, so maybe not that, because that'd just be cool to see the campus and stuff. But what was your favorite away trip this year in college? Um, Let's see. Probably, I'd say probably going out to Colorado. Um, like, yeah. We went out there earlier inside the season to go and play Northern Colorado and then Colorado Boulder. Yeah. Um, But that was just kind of fun because then, we just got to spend a lot of time as a team together and yeah. it was just a really cool experience. Yeah. Well, it's pretty. And a lot of your play, you, you don't always travel that far. Cause you like the summit stuff's all really close. And then I'm sure you probably mix it up like every couple of years, do a longer trip, like to Florida or something, you know, but it's like, 
you know, yeah, Colorado's pretty cool. I mean, if you're just going to like South Dakota and Minnesota, you're like, yeah, let's check out Boulder. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like we get to fly out there, so we don't need to sit on the bus I, for a long time. What's the longest bus ride? Where'd you um, to? to well, South Dakota or North Dakota? No. Um, I don't know. We we didn't go to North Dakota this year. Okay. Um that's far. Grand Forks is far from me. Although maybe you just take yeah, I don't know. We went down to go play Lindenwood and that was a really long drive. Um, Texas or something. And then Oral Oral Roberts, that one was really long. That's in Can is that in Kansas or something? Um, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Is there, um, but, don't they have the big statue? Do they have a huge statue of Oral Roberts there? Um, I do not know. I might be mixing up. I I think they have like a fifty foot tall statue of the guy who. I don't know. I think so, but yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Um, yeah, that was our longest one. But if Denver had won, um, and like if we would have had to go out there, we would have had to drive out there. So that would have been oh. our longest one. I suppose. Yeah. Well, Omaha is on the east part. That would be a solid what, maybe eight or ten or like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe more. Yeah. Enough. A, a long drive. Enough. Yeah. After. Yeah. yeah. Although. Yeah. I guess. You just must dig into the homework because uh, we you yeah speaking of that i'm sure you, you are a kinesiology major with uh, like moving towards physical therapy right yes so is bus is bus time a lot of homework or is it also like you need to like just chill with teammates on the bus or nap um bus time has a lot of studying going in like for all my tests um mm. i always seem to have an anatomy test like i yeah, always that, seem to have one um <laughs> but yeah a lot of homework on the bus. Yeah. Do you have other, are there other teammates with similar with science and similar classes to you? Uh, yeah. So there's upperclassmen that I can go and ask because um, cool. they've had a lot of the teachers. And then mm -hmm. one of the other freshmen, uh, she's on like almost the same path as me. So cool. we have a lot of classes together. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Maybe even better to have someone who's older than to have a peer, <laughs> to have someone who's, yeah, who can yeah. help you out. That's nice. Um, uh oh and well i wanted to ask so and does that mean i mean did you is the reason you're kind of into that path partly because you want to be involved in sports directly or is it just that you know physical therapy it could be anything it doesn't have to be soccer or sports um like i don't know exactly what like who i want to work with for pt like mm -hmm. maybe older people or maybe younger children mm -hmm. um but i just i've been around it basically my whole life you know because I used to go up to the Twin Cities Orthopedics and like I did my lifting and I did my agility and my sprinting there. Um, oh, really? So I was just kind of always around like the physical therapy stuff and that yeah. kind of that kind of work. And well, I've had a lot of people tell me that I'd be good at it. So yeah, well, going along with that track. It, it pays to have those values when you're trying to better yourself as an athlete, for sure. Cause you clearly, you know, you want to at least have the intention and the mindset for it, which is, which is great. Um, it's awesome. Well, very, very exciting to talk to you, Lindsay. I did want to ask one. Oh, one other thing I want to ask is cause I, I put this U S blanket up because women's world cups coming up. So I'm getting pumped, but um, what's the favorite soccer game you've ever been to, or it could just be watched if it's, you know, like the world cup final this year was sweet, but if I'm curious if there's a, soccer game you've attended that you remember specifically um I would say so when I was younger I went over to England and like I did like this little camp thing through Wolverhampton and uh -huh. we cool. got to go to a Manchester United game and a Wolverhampton game wow. and it was just so cool to you know be in England and you know being around those those fans and everything mm -hmm. like I'd say that that was the coolest game I've been to how old were you um 
Oh, how old was I? I was like, I think I was 12, maybe 13. Wow. It must have been pretty overwhelming. Was it in Manchester and Wolverhampton? Um, so the camp was through Wolverhampton. Um, but we also got like the tour of Manchester, got to go to a game and wow. it was cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Amazing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Is it something you, I mean, you've been playing at a high level too. I just wanted to ask, you know, when people are playing at USLW, I mean, a lot of the players are at least considering soccer as a part of their future. Is that something that you're, is that part of the reason you want to, you know, keep playing in the summer and training hard? Or are you wanting to keep that a possibility for yourself too, playing pro? Um, You know, I'm just really going to see like where soccer takes me and, you know, just play it out day by day. Right on. We got a couple of years left. You got to get, I'd say, a pretty solid backup plan in uh, yes. in kinesiology and physical therapy major. So yes. that's going to work out fine. Well, pay attention to Rochester FC this summer, everybody. I have no doubt there's going to be some Minnesota Aurora fans who make that one of their away trips because it's a Sunday. I think Aurora plays at Rochester on a Sunday afternoon. So it should work out really well for some fans to go down. Maybe we'll get, I don't know, maybe it'll be a bus or something from the Ravon to let um supporters but very excited to follow you Lindsay. it was a lot of fun talking about the summit league from last year and uh we wish you luck on this coming season thank you